0: Hello, and welcome to The County Conversation, a podcast featuring employees and subject matter experts from the Fairfax County government discussing program services and items of interest to residents of Fairfax County. I'm your host, Jim Person, and on this edition of The Conversation, we'll talk with Colleen Armstrong. Colleen Armstrong, excuse me. She's the Prevention and Education Coordinator with Domestic and Sexual Violence Services going to be talking about stalking and stalking awareness. January is actually Stalking Awareness Month, so definitely a timely topic. Colleen, welcome. Thanks for being with us on The County Conversation.
1: Hi, good morning.
0: Sorry, I fumbled the name there. It's all right,
1: it's all right. (laughs) It's
0: it's an easy name. It's like Jim, Colleen and Jim. How can I? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, A serious topic that Mm -hmm. we're going to be talking about today and one that I'm honestly not Aware of a whole mm-hmm. lot. I don't know. I mean, I think I have a, a perceived idea mm-hmm. when we say stalking. What 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 does that mean when we say stalking? Is there like a definition or?
1: Uh huh. So the definition that our office uses, we want to be really clear. Isn't the criminal code? Isn't mm-hmm. um, necessarily what the police would be investigating. But it can be helpful to help to have folks think about their own experiences. Okay. So stalking okay. is a pattern of behavior. It's not just a one-time thing. That. Um, results in repeated and unwanted contact that makes you feel afraid or harassed. So mm. it's not one time my neighbor annoys me. It's not the one time that my coworker does something irritating. Um, it happens over time, and it's targeted at an individual.
0: Okay, repeated and targeted. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of kind of makes it more from something else to stalking. Yes. Okay. Now, what does that mean? Does it mean actually – Physical or is it like emotional, like if somebody's just watching you? I mean,
1: so it can it can be both. And okay. we do sometimes have an image of stalking of somebody in the bushes right, or right, right. that stranger following you around. and that is something that happens. To some folks. But it can be things, and the things we hear about from people who have experienced stalking is that they constantly call me, text me, leave me voicemail, send me emails oh, after wow. I've told them to stop. Um, or they're always checking in on me. They seem to always know my schedule. They're always outside of my class. They're always waiting outside of my— I would just call that creepy. Yeah. Okay. They're always waiting outside of my work when I get out of work, okay. even though I haven't given them my work schedule. And we hear a mm. lot of, it's creepy. I don't like it. It feels controlling. It makes me feel unsafe or even for some people to say it's making me feel like I'm losing it. I I don't know how they keep finding this information out about me. Um, And what those behaviors can actually be is stalking, right? So it's the pattern. It's unwanted. It's targeted at me and it's making me feel scared.
0: Well, and your first example, the calling or texting – I. See, I would have just called that harassment. I wouldn't have called that stalking. Mm-hmm. What's – What's is there a difference? I mean what's the
1: mm-hmm. – So we want to look at the impact. Okay. So if it's making me feel afraid, if it's making me change my behavior, I'm starting to think about changing my phone number or putting my phone in airplane mode or mm-hmm. do not disturb mm-hmm. or now I'm screening all of my calls. Mm-hmm. Um that change in behavior can indicate that someone's afraid versus it's just really annoying just, that telemarketers keep calling right. me and leaving me these weird messages. Okay, so there is that line mm-hmm. there,
0: okay. okay. that's 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 a good explanation that uh, I understand it a whole lot better. I, I didn't get that. Mm-hmm. But you know, obviously, like you said, you know, checking on you at work or constantly being around knowing your schedule, yes, I mean, that was kind of my mind what i thought Mm -hmm. stalking was i mean in addition to the creepy persons you know out in the bushes looking at you but i i I had always thought stalking was more of that physical presence Mm
1: -hmm. and that can be part of it um what we know and what we see happen a lot is that the behaviors of stalking a lot of times will have special meaning between the victim and the person and the person who's doing the stalking so i worked with a survivor um a long time ago who Worked like the front desk at a big office building, Mm. right? So anyone that would come in would have to check in. And she had moved to get away from her stalker. Um, She had kind of done everything that you would think would be the, you know, air quotes, right, thing to do in that case. And she began to um, have uh, panic attacks when food Uh deliveries would come into the Um, into the office building, Mm -hmm. right? So you think about a big office building, people get lunches delivered, things like that. And what we were finally able to figure out was that um, right before she left her situation, right before she left and and escaped the stalker, the stalker had essentially let her know that um, he would make sure that her mom had lots of food um, when she was waiting in the hospital because there was this implication oh, that wow. he was going to assault her and right. put her in the hospital and possibly kill her. And so for her to see that food delivery, food that, that meaning, that meaning yeah. was, if it's for me, it means that he's found me.
0: Wow.
1: Um, and so the very overt things, um, hiding in bushes, hacking into email, um physically following around are the things that we might think about mm-hmm. but then when we think about that targeted behavior and that fear um,
0: that's, that's a whole nother level yeah. that's really psychological. And, and it can be really
1: yeah. hard um, for us yeah. as bystanders to see that or understand it or wonder why is my coworker freaking out that they got flowers getting flowers is really nice and then right. we come to find out
0: right.
1: I thought this person didn't know where I worked and I walked in and there were flowers on my desk from them oh mm-hmm. my goodness they wow. found me I'm unsafe
0: right Um, is is stalking more of a a, in the example you just used there it sounded like the 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 person was in a relationship Mm -hmm. or or knew someone is that not commonplace um, or uh, is that the common scenario where you know your stalker or is it like you see on tv the movie star and it's someone they don't know Mm -hmm. that's stalking them or is it a mixture Is is it hard is it Which is it, I guess? Yeah.
1: So that second scenario does happen where it's somebody that's unknown to the victim. Mm -hmm. Um, But in most cases, the person knows who their stalker is. Um, There is a pre existing relationship, whether that's a romantic relationship, whether that's um, a dating relationship, whether it's a family relationship, an acquaintance, a friend. But most folks are able to say, I have a pretty good idea of who is doing this to me.
0: Okay, So if they have a pretty good idea, (laughs) what can be done? I mean, it seems like, well, duh, it's Mm -hmm. obvious. You think that's who it is. And maybe at a point, you know who that is. What What can be done? What can make it go away? What can make it stop?
1: Right. So it's important to note that stalking is a crime in every single state in the country, including the District of Columbia. It's against the law here in Virginia that um, it is something that can be reported to the police. Sometimes people think if it hasn't escalated to following me around or or vandalizing my my property or physical violence, it's not something I can report. Um, But it is something that can be reported to the police. and something that someone can do if they think they're being stalked is to document. So to write okay. down when things are happening, um, making note of you know time, date, location. If there's any witnesses, um, someone can call the police. Can call nine one one. Can report. And someone can also reach out to Fairfax County resources for help, support to get questions answered, and even just to talk through. I think this is happening to me. What are my options? What are my resources? I'm not sure if I'm ready to do something yep right <clears throat> but I want to know what's out there
0: okay so documenting would be a good good first mm-hmm. step so at least maybe when it and this is not going to s- sound the way it's going to come out but the way I was going to say it was you document so that then when something happens mm-hmm. they can go back and investigate but that almost that that sounds wrong the way I'm mm-hmm. saying it when it comes out because you don't want to wait for something to happen so mm-hmm. I mean is there something more?
1: Yeah. So part of the documentation, or part of why documenting is helpful, is to help someone keep these instances straight in their head. It can be very confusing, okay. or okay. there can be gaps, um, and then can also help us recognize: is there a pattern? So, um, is this happening? consistently as it's happening in certain dates and times, because even for folks who are experiencing stalking, they can sometimes think of it as a one-off. Well, this is the one time this happened, and this is the one time that happened. Mm. And then it can be helpful for them to understand their situation a little bit more, gain some insight to see, oh, this is the larger scope of the behavior. Um, Reporting to police is always an option. Um, Accessing advocacy services through the county is an option for folks who are wanting to still think through their their choices that they can make in this situation. Um, Talking to friends and family about what's going on if someone feels comfortable so they can say, hey, you know, please stop checking me in online at places or don't tag me in photos or if somebody calls asking for information about me, um, Mm -hmm. please don't share that um, to the degree that somebody feels comfortable doing that as an option. Similarly, if – someones it's happening to someone at work and that's what they'd like to do and they feel safe to do it having a conversation with the boss or coworkers about mm-hmm. hey if somebody calls asking if I'm working please don't share that or if somebody comes in looking for me um, please don't let them know gotcha, my work schedule gotcha. and also um, let me know that this is happening
0: because right. most um, time coworkers want to be helpful mm-hmm. and yeah
1: oh okay, yeah she's just absolutely the hall or whatever. absolutely right oh no you know she's not in today yeah. and particularly like we said you know most folks know they're stalkers so uh, If their, you know, partner is calling saying, hey, you know, I was trying to figure out who's picking the kids up from daycare. Can you let me know if they're working today? I can't get a hold of them. I might think as the coworker, I'm being really helpful and making sure that kids get picked up from daycare. But what I'm really doing is confirming that somebody works somewhere, that the kids are in daycare, what their work schedule is, um, and I might – not realize the information I've given out when I'm just trying to be a helpful coworker. Right,
0: right. You're just confirming mm-hmm. something accidentally. Yeah. Some interesting statistics I saw on the uh, the county webpage. Uh, you guys have a page created about Stalking mm-hmm. Awareness Month. And, and some of these I just, I, I found interesting. I had to print it out because I wanted to ask you about mm-hmm. them. Uh, one of the stats said 50%, half of victims were stalked before the age of 25. Mm-hmm. I just found that I, I I was I was blown away when I heard that. Mm-hmm. I mean, is there a a reason for that, or is there uh, things that y'all have learned about why that age group of the, the young up to twenty five mm-hmm. is so? I don't want to say vulnerable, but you know, so so affected.
1: Right. So some of it would think about what your life looks like before the age of 25. For a lot of folks, you're in school, which means you have a very predictable schedule. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy to find you and track you down because um, you're going to the same classes the same day every time you're in the same buildings. Um, we know particularly for folks who are on a college campus, your whole world, your whole life is there. If we think about us, you know, where we work is not where we live, which is not where we go to the gym which is not where we eat right And we can kind of vary those routines if i'm a college student where i live might be 500 yards from where i go to class and i might only have so many options about where i can eat because of my meal plan and there's only so many places that i can go to study and to vary my schedule might mean missing classes which then puts my academic future in jeopardy and so if we think about the lives of young people it's very very easy in some cases To to stalk them.
0: Mm -hmm. Is there a fear of the person that fears they are being stalked, uh, followed, etc. To keep that to themselves, not say anything because I think you kind of mentioned earlier. Well, I'm I'm not quite sure, or you know maybe it's just annoying or whatever. I don't want to be a tattletale. Mm -hmm. I don't want to you know get that person in trouble, is, is there some of that type feeling on the, the stalking victim?
1: There absolutely can be, right? So there's a range of emotions that somebody that's being stalked can, can feel. Sometimes um, what we're hearing about is anger, right? I'm so angry that I have to change my schedule, change my life, do these things. Sure. Um, but underlying that is fear because what I'm saying is I've done things to change my life, to protect myself from the stalking. For some people, it's confusion, right? It I feel like they always seem to know where I am, what I'm doing, um, but I'm not sure how they're getting this information. And so it just feels very, um, very confusing. And I feel like I'm kind of losing my mind Mm -hmm. um, because I'm trying to figure out how these things are happening. And then for some folks, they're just – they don't like the behavior, they don't like the way it makes it feels, but they don't necessarily have the language around stalking to talk about it right. because we've really normalized some stalking behaviors in our culture. If we think about every romantic comedy we've ever seen, there's the big romantic gesture at the end where somebody shows up unexpectedly with a gift and that's the moment that they run into each other's arms. And so it can be sometimes for some folks this place of what they're doing People are telling me it's sweet. people are telling me it's nice mm-hmm. how nice that they're coming and wanting to drive me home, home from work every day, even right. though I didn't take them my work right, schedule right. um and so because I'm hearing this from people, even though I don't like the behavior i'm a, I'm not sure how to speak out because mm-hmm. I'm hearing from people around me that I yeah. should like this
0: right yeah it's yeah you're you're kind of in that pickle mm-hmm. spot, you mm-hmm. don't know what to do. And then you start thinking, am I really, am I, you know, not thinking Mm -hmm. it right? And as that kind of starts, Mm -hmm. you know, getting to you, I'm thinking, wow. Mm -hmm. Um, We're talking with Colleen Armstrong, Prevention and Education Coordinator. She's with Domestic and Sexual Violence Services. January is Stalking Awareness Month. And I'm learning so much here. And I, I just, you know, calling, texting, or leaving voicemails, even if you've asked the person to stop, Again, I'm just I'm just going back to that's that's annoying. That's mm-hmm. maybe harassing, but it's stalking. I mean, it a, absolutely and, and can be. And that's just one of the one of the you know quote definitions mm-hmm. or what of them. Um, is this a, a problem in Fairfax County that you don't think people are aware of?
1: So I think. Um people may not realize that the behaviors that they're experiencing are stalking or people may not um, have language to talk about it or the ability um, or the knowledge to use the word stalking. Right. Um, yeah. And a lot of times these behaviors, like we talked about, get normalized. But I think definitely um, we know that, you know, every year about seven and a half million people in the United States experience stalking. Wow. Um, and We want folks who are experiencing these behaviors or have questions about it or are worried about a friend or a family member um, are seeing some of these behaviors and thinking, oh, my gosh, that's my coworker, that's my sibling, that's my best friend, to know that there are resources available for Mm -hmm. them and help that they can get.
0: Mm -hmm. And what are some of those resources Mm -hmm. here in Fairfax County?
1: So um, Fairfax County has a 24-hour domestic and sexual violence hotline um, that folks can reach out and call. um, We are able to talk to folks in multiple languages besides English, so if somebody feels more comfortable having this conversation in their language of choice, they can still utilize the hotline and we can have a conversation with them um, in their preferred language. Um, and that number is 703-360-7273. It's twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week.
0: Wow, twenty-four-seven. Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, and anyone can visit fairfaxcounty.gov and search the word stalking um, to find out more information about Stocking Awareness Month, to find out more information about county resources, to learn more about what their reporting options are and to learn about how they can get help.
0: Mm-hmm. Well and I again I went to that webpage page uh, before the interview and just, you know, printed out some of the, the Statistics and information, and you know, I already mentioned the 50% of victims. You know, before the age of 25, the 18 to 24 years old was the uh, age range that experienced the highest rate of stalking. You mentioned the seven and a half million people in the United States stalked every year. Uh, 85% of stalking victims stalked by someone they know. Mm -hmm. We we talked about that before, but I mean, that's a high percentage, 85%. That's not like the you know the random stranger out in the bushes, kind of you know that kind of thing. 1 in 8 victims lose time from work as a result of stalking. Mm-hmm. And again that that just shows the the problem and and how how widespread it is and I I know I for one didn't didn't really realize how widespread it was or what a big problem stalking is or or can be. Um anything else we need to know as we're in stalking awareness month for our listeners to to remember and to to take in.
1: Yeah, so just to you know, when we know more, we're going to be able to support friends, support family members, um, and to be the voice that says, not only is this behavior creepy, not only is this behavior Feel not okay. This behavior is actually stalking, and it's actually a crime. And I want to be there for you um, as your friend, as your sibling, as your you know parent to support you in in getting help and resources around mm-hmm. it. And so, even if it's not behavior that we're personally experiencing, the more we know about it, um, we can be ready to help a friend right. or to help someone we care about um, right. if this is behavior that they wind up experiencing. Right.
0: Uh, as we're kind of wrapping up this, I, I want to get to know you mm-hmm. a little bit better as well. I mean, this sounds like a uh, pretty heavy line of work to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, how, how, <laughs> how, how did you how did you get here into the uh, Domestic and Sexual Violence Services?
1: Mm-hmm. So, um, I joined the county um, about a year ago in my position, um, and before that, I was working in. Um, very similar work, prevention and education um, around sexual violence and domestic violence in Massachusetts. Um, started my career working in a domestic violence shelter as a wow. case manager, thinking that it would be a good place to start and learn about systems and learn about working with folks and um, really fell in love with really important work and being mm. a part of um Making One of the few jobs that you can say our goal is to is to do such a good job in letting right. the community know what the right. resources are and to let folks know
0: um, about their too. rights yeah. Yeah. that we
1: want to work ourselves out of a job. Right. Um, and so, you know, that's kind of um, the ultimate goal is that we're able to build strong, safe communities, families, relationships for everyone um, and that everybody has the, the right to to f- live free and mm-hmm. safe um, mm-hmm. and secure in mm-hmm. healthy and happy relationships free from domestic violence, sexual violence, and right. stalking.
0: Uh, quick overview of, of the office, kind of some of the what y'all do.
1: Mm-hmm. So um, the, our office maintains that 24-hour hotline that we mentioned earlier. Um, we also provide services for um, anyone who's experiencing domestic violence, sexual violence, stalking, or human trafficking in the form of um, free short-term counseling. Um, through our advocates at the Domestic Violence Action Center, which is Mm. located at the historic courthouse and also in South County at the Human Services Building. Um, We also provide community education and outreach. So if you're part of a community that would like to learn more, would like to think about how you can get involved in prevention, that's a conversation our office can have. We also um, run the ADAPT program, which is a program for folks who are realizing that their behaviors in relationships may be harmful or abusive and would like to make a change. Mm. Um, And so we work with folks who have actually engaged in violent behavior to change their to change their behavior, um, and learn different ways that they can um, that they can engage with right. their partners.
0: Right. Okay. Could you uh, give us that 24-7 telephone number Sure,
1: absolutely. And the 24-7 number is also a way that folks can connect with any of those services if they have areas of interest. So it's 703-360-7273. Or, again, you can visit fairfaxcounty.gov and search stalking, and that will get you all of the office's contact information. Okay.
0: Okay. Very good. Colleen Armstrong with us, Domestic and Sexual Violence Services with Fairfax County. Again, uh, a timely topic, but not something we should stop thinking about or talking about after January. January, which is Stalking Awareness Month. But we wanted to use this podcast uh, in coordination with Stalking Awareness Month to, uh, to make you more aware of the, the issue and the problem uh, of stalking uh, across the country. So, Colleen, thanks for being with Thank us. Thank you so much. If you need to get uh, more Fairfax County news and event information, you can go online to fairfaxcounty.gov slash news or you can call 703-Fairfax. That's 703-324-7329. That's weekdays between 8 a.m. and 4 30 p.m. I want to thank you for listening to the County Conversation, which is produced by the Fairfax County, Virginia government.